You're on the air. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm very good. How are you? Good. How can I help you? I just wanted to call and say thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, this is John Edward calling. So humbled that you invited me on your show. Thank you so much and good luck. Thank you. You you're the best All because right. that's, you are All so right. right. You're right on the tee. You have not said nothing that I don't know anything about. Your colors are fantastic. That's wonderful. You know, I feel a lot more comfortable. I felt good tuning in. Uh, I just got good energy when the reminder of the show came across my profile. And uh, the fellow hosting it has had really great guests and good energy. And, you know, it uh, it feels really good. Uh, May everybody's heart's desires uh, be divinely blessed. Very good. Thank you. Thank you so much for giving me a chance to be on your show. I really enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much, Tori, for joining me. Oh, it was a pleasure. We could have done two hours, Michael, you know? <laughs> One more. One okay. Please, let it be me. It is you, dear, 727. Oh, my God. I didn't think I was talking to anybody. <laughs> you were talking to Michael. Oh, I my God. Good evening, everybody. It is a screwed up night for sure. Oh, oh sorry. It's Tuesday, April 22nd, 
2013. You'll listen to Be the Light Now Radio, and I'm your host, Reverend Michael. Chat is uh, totally goofed up, screwed up, however you want to call it. Um, Skype is working, maybe not working, who knows. Switchboard, well, at least we got something going on right now. Um, it, it appears that the past couple of days, it appears that the past couple of days that uh, Blog Talk Radio has been under attack. Duh, no kidding. Uh, but it's, this goes on every year. You think they'd have it fixed by now, where they can handle the DDoS, where they're attacking the servers uh, and just bombarding them to go ahead and flood them to go ahead and shut BTR down. Uh, you know, been through it numerous times before, and uh, so they're saying that you know they've just been bombarded. It usually happens on Wednesday nights, uh, but it's been happening the last couple of nights. Um, so chat, unless we can't get in there to chat, nobody can get in there to do anything in the chat. So if you're listening in, you're like, oh, oh I want to go into, just keep on trying. That's what we're doing right now. I mean, uh, Arlene and I are like, oh my god, oh my god, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? How's Cat gonna call in? It's like, oh yeah, that's right, that's our guest. I'll be bringing her on in a moment. But we're like, what are we gonna do? What are we? Gonna do? I, I don't know. I got support there, and you know, that's what I'm trying to talk to right now. So. Uh, I mean, the woman's really nice, uh, but they were like, oh, we should have gotten a notice from BTR. I'm like, yeah, okay. Been it for four years. Never got a notice of any type of, you know, attacks on the servers and all. And, you know, they're like, oh, very apologetic. It's like, well, you know, it doesn't do us any bit of good um, when we can't go ahead and do our shows. So, but, the, you know, I guess it's part of the Internet, the joy of it, where, you know, I guess Facebook gets attacked and everything else, or all of a sudden they get down and... um you know, uh, Yahoo's done it, Google's done it. They, you know, they they just go there, and these people have nothing better to do in their lives but to go ahead and attack um, the service and all. So we're doing the best we can to go ahead and um, deal with the issues. And like I said, as soon as uh, chat opens up to where we can go ahead and get in there, yeah, because it keeps on saying log in. I'm like, I can't log in. It won't let me do nothing. So, but anyways, uh, we could still take calls. So, um, you know, message your friends. If you know of other people who are listening in right now, saying, oh, my God, I can't get in. It's okay. It's a blog talk radio issue that we're kind of getting used to around here lately. So just tell everyone, call in, 347-539-5349. We'll do the best we can to go ahead and take um Yeah, I'm telling a woman, it's like, okay, my guest is in the queue, but um, I can't load chat. It won't let me do none. So, anyways, well, we, you know, I've got to go ahead. we got to bring the guest on because, you know, any, I, oh, yeah, okay, let me find her. Where is she? There she is. There she is. We have all the way from down under the very wonderful, the very nine months to the day pregnant, Cat Edwards. Hi, thank you for having me today. Sounds like you guys have been having some fun. Uh, yeah, just a little bit. So how are you, my dear? <laughs> I'm very well, thank you. I've no, stopped messing uh, so I can talk to you. A little bit sweaty, moving things around, cleaning things up. I can imagine. Now, over here in the States, we have what we call 911 for emergency numbers. What do yeah. they have there in Australia? Triple zero. Okay, so we'll have to manage somehow to get someone in Australia to call triple zero if you go into labor during the show then. <laughs> no, I'm not due till the 19th of May. I think it's fine. I've got four weeks up my sleeve. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I thought about, you know, seeing everyone was saying you would do around this time. It's like, uh-oh. 
Yes, I've got a lot of speculation. There's a lot of people on Facebook saying that I'm going to come early. So uh, I put it out there the other day. Well, 36 weeks, that's nine months. Of course, you have a baby at the end of the nine months. Um, so, uh, you know, put in, put on your bets now. No prize money, just bragging rights. And uh, I've got quite a few people thinking that I'm going to have her very early, like uh, next week. <laughs> And some people who've accurately said, oh, it's going to be on a Tuesday, which was the original due date was going to be on a Tuesday. So we'll just see how it all pans out. But at the moment, I went along to see the doctor with my usual checkup. And, um, yeah, she's she's not engaged yet, so she's, the baby's not ready. She's still cooking. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure you'll be ready and, and anxious. I think, um, yeah, well, this this is number three, so I'm not going to be so anxious as I'm just going to be very well prepared. Okay, well, that's good. Well, I'll leave it for my partner. He can be anxious. Oh, okay. That's fine. He can do that for me. Yeah, just found out today that my niece in, um, actually, yeah, uh, yeah, today, uh, my niece in California, she's uh, a couple of months pregnant, and she just found out with the sonogram today that she's having a boy. Oh, that's so lovely. she's due on she's due on September 11th. Oh, is she? Yep. Well, it's 365 days of the year. She's got to be due on one of them. Oh yeah, so she's she's right around uh, the the 11th. So it's like that's okay. So, but um, surprisingly, for the first uh, one she had almost five years ago, um, she wasn't until she didn't start showing until she was like five six months pregnant. Mm. And this one here, it's like she's really showing everyone's like, wow. It's like, you sure you're not having twins? Mm. That's happening a lot. Yeah. I have a friend who's also pregnant, and she's about 14 weeks behind me, I think, or 10 weeks. And uh, she started showing early, like before the end of the first trimester. And I, I had a little pot before the end of the first trimester, two little pot belly, um, and that I did not have with either of my sons. So maybe maybe there's someone out there who knows. Maybe there's some infiltration with starlight beings or something going on. I don't know what the theory will be. Maybe it's part of the whole evolution of humanity. But um, yeah, there seems to be a lot of women who are showing early, who are feeling their baby kick early as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, amazing, and she came out here um, about a month ago. Yeah, uh, so we finally got to meet her, her uh, son, and her husband, which we haven't met the, either one of the two, and she's been married six years. So uh, we finally got to meet him and got to meet her son. So and she's like, "Okay, I'm pregnant. Got to come and see my uncles." Yeah. So she came out here, and she's. So we're going to see about trying to plan and going to California to see her in October. Oh, that'll be after, lovely. Yeah, after she has the baby boy, so. Mm. Oh, then you can have that newborn baby smell and, you know. Oh, yeah. Lots of then hand him back when he needs a nappy change. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's that's the fun part. I'm sure you'll be doing that with your partner. It's like, here you go. You can have him now. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I've already warned him way way years ago that he'd be on poo patrol and he said he'd have to 
he'd have to wear a um, snorkel mask <laughs> so he could go. Oh, uh, it's like, oh, it's not that bad. I said he'd freak the baby out. <laughs> so have you noticed any differences with uh, with your abilities during the pregnancy? Have they been uh, haywire or a little, uh, you know, more in tune? Or? I think they have become more in tune. Um, I think that also this my circumstances around this pregnancy are much happier and, and more more I'm more confident I'm a lot older too so I think that all plays into it um but I I have been pretty happy with my spiritual work throughout this whole time and you know she's been there with me from the date of conception doing spiritual work too so you know I'd jump in my car and rub my belly and say come on then let's go do another reading <laughs> off we go together so yeah, it's it's nice, and I mean you've got double the guides around you that are, you know when you're pregnant, and you've also got that other life force that's really charging through you. So it can't not heighten it a bit, I think. Cool. So many many years from now, when she's doing radio interviews and everything else, and it'll be like, well, how long have you been, uh, you know, doing this kind of work? And it'll be like, oh, since I was, uh, you know, inside my mother's stomach. Yeah, since the womb, she can literally say it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I was going to my mom when she was doing readings and everything else. I was going right along with her and helping her. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, oh, she's certainly given me a sense of who she is when she was uh, much littler in gestation, but able to kick and be felt. She would hide from the machine called the Doppler machine. That's what she. It's like an ultrasound machine to hear the baby's heartbeat, and she would wriggle and hide from that. And uh, one obstetrician made a point of trying to get a hold of her heartbeat, so she kicked them. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what? She kicked me. <laughs> so she she said, right, I'll fix that, baby. And she went and got the portable uh, ultrasound machine and saw where her heart was and then stuck the Doppler machine on her. <laughs> so she's got she's a woman of her own. She's got her own mind. And um, I, I suspect she will have her big brothers wrapped around her little finger. Oh, I'm sure. She'll have everybody wrapped around her little finger. Mm. Yes, I think so. She's going to have a much, much different life than what my son's had because she'll be the little, the littlest, you know, the kid's sister in, in the family. So she'll be very much doted on and we'll have to watch that she doesn't become a bit spoilt. Oh, I don't think she'll be spoiled at all. Really? <laughs> Are you sure? She'll uh, be spoiled a little bit. I mean, you know. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. a little bit. My, Not too much, though. My partner's mother is extremely excited. Uh, so, And my mother is just wrapped, and I think that the grandmother factor will come into it a bit with being spoiled. <laughs> I think just that a little bit, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, would right. you want to go ahead and grab a couple of calls? Yeah, sure. Let's go ahead and do that. Okay. Let's go. We'll bring on Jordana from Canada. Hi, Jordana. Hey, how are you? Doing great. How can Kat help you tonight? Hi, Kat. Um, I just have a question um, about work. I'm actually here on work for the next two days doing some presentations, and I'm just wanting to know if they're going to go well. 
Okay. Um, when you were speaking, I heard the word interviews as well. So you're going, not going to be discussing further work with anyone while you're there? No, actually, I'm, well, I'm in multi-level marketing, so all the people that I'm going to be meeting with are going to be starting their own business. So that totally makes sense to me. Oh, oh, good. Okay. I'm um, glad that I'm making sense. That's, that's an excellent <laughs> beginning. <laughs> um, the the message that I'm getting also is that you'll fall short by with your target but not by much so you've got to be happy with what you get okay oh okay um okay. you're looking for some key players yeah i can yes. see i'm getting yes, it because i'm getting three standalone people oh okay wonderful standalone people who are solid so that would be your three key players uh not all of them are coming this round of presentations, but there's one person who's going to lead you to the other who's going to lead you to the other. So it's a matter of um, just pressing on because it's all going to come in and fall into place for you. Very motivated, aren't you? I am. <laughs> I definitely am. I have a lot of goals that I want to accomplish. Okay. And are you wanting to get to like the diamond level, the the top level? I am, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, then there's like, uh, so that's hitting the ceiling, but then I'm seeing you smash through the ceiling. That's okay. my goal. <laughs> Absolutely. No, that's that's definitely my goal. I um, I'm actually pretty close to hitting that level, and so I'm hoping to do it by the end of this month. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm just hearing rock solid. Well, after you said that, I heard rock solid. So it's oh my goodness, it's, yeah. So they they're saying bang on target. But like if you're if you're looking safe, hypothetically, you wanted to recruit out of these presentations a hundred people, right? I get you around the eighty nine mark. Oh, okay. So it's just really really close to what I'm wanting. Yeah, it's not. It it's like it's almost at the goal target. So you're obvi obviously going for a goal. Uh, say they, your mentors were saying, look, you just need 30 people. You'd be saying, right, okay, I just need 30, but if I triple that, then I'm going to go for that plus 10. So exactly. You're, yeah. So you're um, you're really pushing yourself to to create a big team, and you've yes. obviously that bigger target. So that's going to create more momentum, so that you know the team's building while you're asleep, and it is going to grow for you. Now, there's also Trip Away coming up too. And they're just telling me there's something in November. November, that, really? Okay. Okay. I don't usually get dates and time. Spirit doesn't need it. So I don't usually get it. But I just saw you on holiday and then I heard November as well. So there's um, there's something good going to happen for you around November. But there's also there's um, a Trip Away for you as well. <gasps> Oh, a triple A, yes, I'm going to the UK at the end of this month, actually, or next month, at the end okay. of May. All right, excellent. Okay, so um, you're bang on target and you'll get there, you're on track, you're going to smash through that ceiling. Just remember to be prepared that you might head, say, for 100, get 89, 
just always remain positive, always remain positive. There's also one month where things seem to relax a bit, like they, um, it's, you're like, what, hang on, where's the momentum? It's actually <laughs> there, but it's building in the background that you're not seeing, and then there's going to be a push and explosion forward again. Oh, my goodness. Okay, perfect, perfect. Okay. Thank so, you. Th- you've given me so much information. Thank you so much. I've got something else for you before you go. When it seems to go into a lull, that's not the time to relax. That's the time to go out and buy a heap of products and go around all the people who aren't, you know, um, pulling their weight, say they're not mating, making their target per month or what have you, and just right. go in and say, hey, would you like to have a drink or, hey, what you doing? Just rock up, meet them, chat with them, give them something. Okay. So that they, they feel that they uh, are still part of it all. And right. if there's any negative energy about it, then you can use your technique to bring them around and maybe just to get them back into, you know, buying the products again even. Cause that will and all... get them, like, motivated and just more or less yeah. lift them up. Yeah, because you're going to have your shoppers and you're going to have your builders. So just accept that, and, and but try and at least keep people shopping. Wonderful. I will. Thank you so much for everything. No worries, Jordana. Good luck with that. Thank you, and have a good pre- like pregnancy, rest of your pregnancy. Oh yeah, it's good. She's she's happy. My little baby's happy. She's kicking away. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good night, Jordana. Good night. So, uh, any hopes on having another one after this one? Nah. Well, my partner wants another one after this one, but I'm 37 right now. <laughs> and um, I don't know. <laughs> Some days I feel very old. <laughs> so tired. Oh, you're still young. Yeah, but after, I know. It depends, yeah, it depends how everything else goes. It may be like, well, if you want another one, uh, bye. Well, Go we find someone got, else. We've already got a four-bedroom house. And we've already got two boys and now a baby coming. Uh, so if we have any more, we've got to get a five-bedroom house, bigger cars, bigger life. And yep. um, so it's realistic. You know, we just have to be realistic. Well, and, you just uh, have to wait. Because there's a difference between um, your youngest son and your daughter now, right? There's 14 years between them. But the, the thing is that uh, the cost of living in Australia is quite high. And even when the boys go to university, there's still a high chance that they're going to want to live at home because it's just so expensive out there. So, um, now they're in grade 10 and 11 now. And um, so they've only got a couple more years of high school and then, you know, they're probably going to go on to university, which is what we're aiming for anyway. But that, you know, it's just if they were to even get a room in a big student house, it would still be expensive. You know, rent rent's pretty high, food's expensive. I mean, everybody gets paid fairly well in Australia, but then the downside is that everybody has to pay a lot to live. So, um, yeah, I, we're, we're not expecting the boys to leave home in a hurry, and so we're, you know, we're going to have to accommodate another baby if there's one that comes along, so we've just got to be realistic. Yeah. Well, good. Well, you'll manage, I'm sure. Yeah, a lot of people are in the same boat. You know, they've 
you just got to be realistic about where you're at, what you want and what you've got are two different things. But, you know, life might change around and, and we can afford that extra room and, you know, then okay. <laughs> we'll have one more. I might have one more in me. <laughs> Never know. You're still, you're still young. Well, yeah, comparatively. But yep. do you know, Michael, that once you're over 35... Um, the midwives call it a geriatric pregnancy. <laughs> oh, that's really nice of them. Yeah, that's their that's their official term. <laughs> that's real nice. It's like okay, you, you know. You think of a geriatric as somebody who's uh, suffering from uh, some sort of brain deterioration, and they're pretty much stuck in and in a nursing home and and yep. that's where they're living their life. You don't think of it as a young young woman who's out and about with a career and, and has things going, you know, just happens to be pregnant over the age of 35. So, so it's different. But you do feel it. I, I feel it a lot more this time around than last time. I was 22 the last time I had a baby. So... So yeah, a little bit, a little bit younger. <laughs> yeah, just a bit, a little, little bit more uh, supple body, I think. Yes, even though I've been, I've always been into exercise. I, the exercise that I was doing was uh, not actually. I find out the best exercise for um, abdominal muscles when you are after you've had conception. So I ended up, you know, I was doing a lot of crunches and things like that, but. They they didn't help. <laughs> I ended up doing myself a disservice. So now I have to find a whole new way to exercise after I've had this little one, I think. Something that'll help out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I'll get into swimming. Well, let's go. We'll grab another caller. Let's go ahead and bring on Kimberly from South Carolina. Hi, Kimberly. Hi, how are you? Doing great. How can Kat help you? Yeah, um, I was reading um, her biography, and I noticed that um, at one point that she was going to the um, homeopathic medical school, and that was one of my goals. But, you know, that dream kind of died. So I just want to know from spirit what's, what's the big picture, because right now I'm teaching science to uh, children, and I just want to know it has to be something better in reference to my career that I need to be doing right now. Hi Kimberly, how are you? Hi. Good, how are you? I'm I'm good, thanks. So you teach science. Do you have any family commitments after school? Are you a parent? Yes, I have a fifteen year old son. Oh, okay. Well then you've got time on your hands because they tend to eat and then go to their room and study or do whatever they do. Right. Uh, there is hope if you want to get into medicine. There is hope. You know, you're already halfway there because you, you, if you're a teacher, you must have a degree. Yes. Uh, and you also understand science and medicine very much. Obviously, involves science and it involves the biological science as well, which you would have to teach on a certain level. Um, 
and I don't see why you couldn't take it up part time. There, there are many schools out there that you can study part time on uh, through correspondence, and uh, then you know you might have to go into a university or a college for some practical stuff, but you could still do a lot on part time. I, I just don't see that it's a goal that cannot be achieved. I, I think that it might take longer because you're not, uh, you know, 18 anymore and able to do to put in eight, eight to 12 hour days of study, seven, you know, five, six, seven days a week. But um, I think that you can do it if that's what your dream is. Why crush it? I don't know. I just I don't have the same passion for it anymore. I just don't. So, if you don't have the same passion for it, why are you thinking about it? Why is it attracting you? No, I'm just saying that. I guess I would guess I'm asking spirit. You know, is there like maybe a healing modality that I'm more suited for? I mean, the going to school for four years doesn't attract me anymore. Okay, I understand. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to just go quiet for a second while I just go in. All right, uh, didn't even need to go in. They've just said medical intuitive. Have you heard of medical intuitive people? Yes. Okay. Uh, it does involve doing a course, but it's, if it's something that you really like, it's okay. And you, you might have to do it over a series of weekends. But uh, have you ever heard of the book Hands of Light? No, I have not. Okay, get online and Google Hands of Light. Okay. Um, and there is, the lady who wrote that is in the USA somewhere and I don't know if she still herself runs classes but she more than likely has people who do it for her. I'd say she's elderly by now. Um, but that is an excellent place to start. Okay. Okay. Uh, now... I'm also hearing um, considering studying Reiki but not sure is the message that I'm getting there for you. If you want to do a healing modality but you're not, you couldn't be bothered doing, uh, you know, a formal course, you can always learn spiritual healing which is just simply channeling the energy from spirit through you into the person. Okay. So... Um, that's for lazy bones like me. <laughs> you can just go along to your local spiritual center and you might teach spiritual healing and um, it, it will then, you'll learn how to channel spiritual energy, healing energy through modalities like uh, pranic healing, Reiki, um, other other healing modalities like that use a more formal training uh, situation and you have to pass certain levels to get to where you want to go. So if you you um, those those things are very effective in the right hands. Okay. Um, they're not so effective with people who don't uh, respect it. And okay. So it's it's about you know. When when you get to go to get a healing, you need to suss out who the kind of people that are there because there's been times I've got Reiki offer people and 
just sat there and said, I only accept what's for my high school, I only accept what's for my high school because I, they were just talking the whole time. On, I could feel that they, they had some bad things going on in their mind. Whereas mm. other like I got a Reiki session on Saturday from a lady who only had good intentions and I, my head felt clearer and I had heaps of energy and the next morning I wasn't so uncomfortable when I got out of bed from being pregnant. So okay. um, these the, the healing modality has to be something in line with what you're prepared to do. But I would okay. encourage you to read the book Hands of Light and then to go and study that course. But I can't see you not being a little bit interested in bringing in some sort of herbal or homeopathic medicine into it either. <laughs> I think that it will begin to evolve with you. And you, you're like, oh, I'm not studying, I'm not studying. But next thing you're reading lots of books and you're becoming <laughs> so... <laughs> you can't hide, lady. I can tell. <laughs> Okay. Yes, yes. And and so you're going to become intrigued, I think. Mm-hmm. It's all going to unfold for you. Over the next 10 years, it's a massive period of growth for you in learning and growing. And I'm also having a vision of you walking through a garden that's just like a big herb garden with trees and plants that are all herbs and you feeling so excited and wondrous about it, but also having an experience with nature spirits in that. So there is a garden that you need to go to okay. that's being deliberately planted as a big herb garden. Okay. I uh, don't know if that's something you want for yourself, but I can see it and I can feel the energy of it. It feels alive and exciting and vibrant, but it also feels like you're going to have some uh, esoteric experiences and nature divas there which will help you to grow too. And you begin from there to take home little herbs and culture them and make little poultices and do stuff. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Do you ever think that you might have been uh, a healer woman in your past life? Any past life? Yes. Yes. A doctor, healer, priestess. Yes. Mm. Herbal mother is what I keep hearing for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the one in the village. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's uh, it's all coming into to play and you've got a, a period of growth over the next 10 years for it to really begin to sow its seeds and for you to flush it all out. And now I wouldn't be surprised if you end up doing some... Um, writing things, you know, creating books and and uh, they keep telling me writing stories. So you might be like writing stories that have um, an adventure part to them but they also have a, a medical twist in them or something like that because you, mm-hmm. uh, your creative juices will also be getting going too. So I think it's going to be really interesting where you're heading. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. good luck, Kimberly. And thank uh, you very much. Science, because they're paying for you to go and do what you like. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Have a good thank night, you dear. Thank you so much. You too, Michael. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye. I can see a lot of people in the chat room, but nobody's able to talk. 
Yeah, Chat is uh, down. They're having, I guess, they've been under attack, and it's the one, uh, the one server that's been under attack is the one that the chat is in. That's why I'm the one that's in there. Says chat is down. So when people go in there, they'll they'll see that. And uh, I've been talking to um, technical support, and I guess they said that what happens is if they go ahead and um, they get uh, computer programs that act like millions of people. Mm-hmm. And they go ahead and just keep on trying to go ahead and do and uh, get to the servers for Blog Talk to try to crash the system. Some of these people have a life. Yeah, evidently not. You know, they they um, get uh, nothing out of you know. I guess they get out their enjoyment uh, from creating chaos and. They're sitting back and watching all these people who can't do their job. Yep. And all these other people who who can't communicate with each other. Yeah, it's just um, crazy. So yeah, because I'm in there, and it's like, uh, and Arlene's like, I'm trying too, and I can't get in. I, was, I know. So and like I said, I talked to technical support, and I'm like, oh, you should have gotten an email message that you know we've been under the attacks. I said, I never get the emails. Mm. Well, that's um, it's very sad that these people they need to do that when maybe they should just go and put on a pair of sand shoes and go for a walk. <laughs> get out yep. and see the world. Well, some of them still go ahead and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, I, I created this big attack on this, and I was able to shut it down, and they try to go ahead and um, contact these people afterwards and say, well, you know, um, I know your vulnerabilities, so how about giving me a job there and, and working for you? I'd be yeah. like, yeah, sure, come on in, fill out an application, then I'd have them arrested. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like, you know, they, they uh, yeah, but some of them, I guess that's how they, they get their excitement is by um, creating this chaos. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So do you need to take a short little break? Uh, Yeah, I wouldn't mind just going and grabbing a glass of water. Okay, we'll go ahead and take a short break. I'll play a song, and then we'll come right back. Okie dokie. Okay, right before we do, how can everyone reach you for private readings? You can connect with me at www.catedwardsclairvoyant.com. That's cat with a C. And I will be open for business until the end of the month. Um, from the 1st of May till the 1st of July, I'm on maternity leave. So if you want to get in for a reading with me, you need to do it soon. Otherwise, you've got to wait a couple of months until I'm back on my feet and I've got my baby in daycare two, two days a week. And uh, then then I can start reading again for people. <laughs> okay. So well, well, cool. Okay, well, we'll go ahead. I'll play a song, and we'll be right back in a few moments. Okay. Uh, don't forget, everyone, go visit Kat on her website. And uh, while you're at it, book the appointment now and get your private reading, because uh, we're doing the best we can to get to as many uh, calls as we can. Uh, so, you know, let your friends know if they're – it's like, oh, chat's down. Yeah, we, we've been aware of that. So if you um, – you know, if they have problems at all with the show page, I'm not sure if you are. You can always go ahead and call in to 347-539-5349. And see uh, the best that we can do uh, to get everyone on here. And we'll be right back in just a few moments. You're listening to the Be The Light Now Radio Network, proudly sponsored by The Mystic Store at www.themysticstore.biz. That's www.themysticstore.biz. 
Check us out. We have many products for your metaphysical and spiritual needs. Now back to the wonderful show that you're listening to on the Be The Light Now radio network. Thank you for having me. 
Uh, it's always our pleasure having you on here. Well, I really enjoy coming on. So That's why we're, we're, we're panicking at there. Where it's like, oh, no, how's Kat going to call in? And what's going to go happen? It's like, oh, I don't know. It's like, cause we just love having you on here. We hate having the technical issues. Well, Scott, and Kat, that's the main thing. I, you know, I only I vote that we only give you the weekend off to have this baby. I mean, what's that, a whole month? Months? I mean, I don't understand that. Oh, don't you? <laughs> we only want to give you the weekend off. No. <laughs> <laughs> you can have the baby and then come right back. Okay, bounce right back. Yes, no, no problem there at all. <laughs> Yeah, I have to agree with Arlene. I mean, you've got the two boys. You've got your partner there. You only need a weekend off, you know. Mm. It takes six weeks for the body to heal from having a baby naturally. (laughs) And God help me if I have it by cesarean section. Oh, yeah, we don't want that. (laughs) You just have to be patient with me. I'm terribly sorry. (laughs) <laughs> All right. Well, I did message Michael earlier today, and I said, you know, make sure you take um, maybe an extra break or something for Kat. She probably has to pee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you got the breathing, moving, bowling ball. <laughs> I know. All right. I'm muting myself now. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> Yeah, we we were concerned about. She's like, that's why she messaged me. She did. She says, you know, you know, cat is nine months, and with the pressure, she may have to go and you know use the restroom. You know, every once in a while, it's like, okay, we'll take extra breaks. You know, not a problem. I'm I'm fine just now, so it's all good. Oh, okay. It's quite hot here today. It was 29 degrees yesterday, which is about near 84.2 degrees Fahrenheit, I think, off the top of my head. And it's feeling about the same. It's it's autumn, which is the same as fall. Yes. Uh, so here in Brisbane, and um, so we have cool evenings and mornings and hot days. So um, as opposed to summer, where it's hot night and day. <laughs> so we're getting some reprieve about 5 p.m. and it's comfortable until about 11 a.m. and then it starts becoming hot. So I'm not needing to go to the loo as much because I'm just I must be getting a bit sweaty. So I'm just uh, drinking lots of water. So it's all good just now. Oh, good. That's about what it was like here for me today. It was uh, right around the same temperature as uh, what you were experiencing. And you know, at nighttime it's nice, and then in the mornings, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's getting a little, a little warm out here. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah. So what latitude? Uh, is Florida uh, on the same as? Uh, uh, well, I'm in Central Florida uh, on the Gulf, uh, Gulf Mexico, so we're in a tropical zone. You're in the tropics. Do you yep. be in the same latitude as around Malaysia? Would you? Probably. I'm just thinking, yeah, because we're, you know, we're so close to Asia, so I've, I've got to project my mind up towards Asia and then across the Pacific Ocean to yep. USA to try and get a, a, a grip of latitude of about where you're at. But if you're in the you're in the tropical zone, so you're yeah, you'd be quite hot there. That's yeah, down in so the we're, Bahamas. We're, 
Florida? Yeah, we're in uh, going in our spring, uh, getting ready to go into summer, so. Yeah. Yeah, when you look at Florida and you look into the Gulf of Mexico, mm. we're the little tip that sticks out um, in the um, uh, peninsula. Yeah, the tippy tip. So that's, yep, that's where, I, uh, that's where I'm at, is in the little tip area. Oh, well, that's good. Is it, so is it uh, far? Can you ride your bicycle across the peninsula? Um, you can. Uh, they're actually trying to go ahead and make uh, make a trail to go all the way across the uh, the state. Mm. So you can go ahead and uh, and ride a uh, bicycle all the way across. So we do have some uh, some trails, some hiking trails, bike trails. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to actually go ahead and connect a couple together uh, to bring all the way across the state. Okay. We have a cousin who lives in Florida, and um, he's he's retired now from the Navy. I think he was a chief, and he worked on the aircraft as a me- um, mechanic, I think, or engineer with aircraft. And um, but he's retired now, and he lives in Florida with his family. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice, yeah. nice area. And like I said, we're getting into our spring, and it was actually um, cool um, the last couple of days. And all of a sudden, it started getting uh, getting hot again. So it's like, okay. Mm. So and of course, yeah. uh, where I'm at during the daytime, we're here, and the uh, the alligators are getting a little active. So. Oh, are they? Yep, they <laughs> sound like bullfrogs. Oh, really? We see that on TV. We get the gator boys. And and Turtle Man, the guy that does the insane diving for those snapping turtles, we get that as well. We just watch it and shake our heads. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, I was out there doing yard work and, uh, you know, about maybe six, seven feet away from me. And and all of a sudden I'm hearing, like, uh, you know, the, the croaking of a frog. Mm-hmm. And uh, and everyone's like, no, that's that's the the alligators. And all of a sudden, you hear one in another um, swampy area behind me, uh, about an, about thirty or forty feet away. And then you hear the uh, the other one. So they're they're doing a little mating call. And then it's no. uh, interesting at nighttime when you hear it, and they really get loud. And every mm-hmm. once in a while, like, uh, and I'm glad I've got my backyard fenced in now because it scared the heck out of me one night. I'm in mm-hmm. the backyard, and I'm um, sitting on the ground and I'm meditating. And all of a sudden, a splash was about two feet away from me. And I was like, ooh. And then I heard the croaking uh, of that, and I was like, uh-oh. It's like, I thought that was the gator real close by me. So, uh, you know, it kind of startled me. But now I've got the fenced-in yard, and I can mm. look at the lake um, and not have to worry about the alligator coming out after me. So. And they're more docile than your crocodile, though, aren't they, the alligator? Uh, I think so, yes. Yes. But this one... He- uh, there's one of them around here, though, that uh, gentleman uh, two homes down from me was going ahead and feeding them. And you're not oh, supposed yeah. to do that. No, you don't do that. No, but he it's was in his cool. 80s, and he thought it was cute. It's like, oh, yeah, look, and I'm tossing food out to the alligator. It's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> it wants to eat your dog. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, that's why I went ahead and I got the backyard, now, you know, nice um, privacy fence, and I got a picket fence in the back so I can look at the lake. Um, it'll keep yeah. my dog safe, keep me safe, and, you know, keep the alligator out there in the water. Yeah, yeah. With global warming, we're getting crocodiles come further down the coast uh, because, you know, saltwater crocodiles, they'll, they'll swim with the current, 
and uh, we're, if the ocean's warm, they'll they'll be in it. And um, so normally from Mackay North, which is about a thousand kilometres north of where I live, that's where you start finding crocodiles. That's considered northern Queensland. But uh, we we had some cyclones and some pretty nasty weather recently, and people were finding crocodiles much further south than normal. That's so, scary. They're, um, yes, they're they're bigger mouthed, like they've got a bigger head, and they're longer in body too. Some of them get up to seven meters long, and um, yeah, they they are they they're smart, they're thinkers. Yes. And but you know what I admire about the crocodilian species is that they're also incredibly wonderful parents, and they you know as a whole and they're so gentle with their babies, and you think these you think oh they they're just this big flesh and blood eating machine, but actually no not really they they're just trying to get on with it as well just like everyone else. And we're living where they, you know, they were through, yep. you know, Australia goes 220 years ago. Aborigines were living there, but uh, keeping their distance from them. But uh, once white man came along, started deciding it was nice to live on the beachfront or, you know, next to the river. They're sort of encroaching on their their land, really. So, yeah, it's a bit scary. It's a bit disconcerting. <laughs> even even here in Australia, if you think, oh, just go, you know, this isn't salt water; it's safe to swim in. Well, you might have a freshwater crocodile in there. <laughs> they eat fish, but they'll snap your finger off, and, or or give you a good bite on your leg. So they they can be pretty bad. And every so often on the news, you know, you have some silly young men, usually young men, skylarking, being silly, and they end up getting themselves eaten. That that happens every so often too. Probably once every yeah. two years, something's eaten. Yeah, yeah, it's like oh no, when I see something like that coming close to me, it's like oh no, I I try to go the other way real quick. So. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, that's why with. Yeah, and that's why with my partner uh, with Louis being so sick, and he's wanting to go ahead and and you know um, go outside, or mm. being that we've got uh, the dog now, if uh, if I'm not here, he can't go ahead and walk him. So with the backyard being fenced in now, he can just go ahead and go outside with him, go play with the dog, you know, let the dog go do his business, and we don't have to worry about the alligator coming out and attacking either one of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that dog's nice and nice size. Yummy. Oh yes. Mm. Yeah, he'd he'd be uh, he'd be good uh, a good meal for a couple of days for him. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. The small children, cats, dogs, everything yep. like that. Yum yum. Yeah. You want to grab a couple more calls? Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Let's see what we talk about apex predators with other people, too. Let's go ahead and see what we can do for uh, Magella in New York. You're on the air. Hi. Good evening. How's everyone doing? They're doing great there. How can Kat help you tonight? Yeah, so this is my first time calling, and I just feel like a general reading um, regarding what doors will be opening up for me and what I should be looking out for. Okay, hi, hi. Is it Nigella with an N or Magella with an M? It's Magella, as in mom, Magella. 
Okay, with an M. Okay, just wanted to make sure I got the right pronunciation. Mm -hmm. um, doors opening. Now, um, Magella, do you dress well? If I dress well? Mm -hmm. Do you have fine clothing? Uh, yeah, that's the kind, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it depends on what you, I mean, I like to do, I, I dress real cultural. Okay. Uh, yeah, because the, the the picture I had in my mind of you was a well-dressed woman. Okay. And um, whatever that means for your culture, it's well-dressed within your culture. So uh, that's, uh, that's how I, I see you. And I also see you as somebody who is stepping out and actively seeking a positive life. Okay. So there is a lot of promise for you and things going around. I also see you, the vision that I've got is of you holding a folder full of certificates and resume, things like that. So I feel that there's more doors opening for you career-wise mm -hmm. and career -wise, and um, I can... And they're also, I'm also here and getting more of a grip on finance. So, money things, consolidating money, money's coming together and moving forward with money as well. So it's all sort of tying in the the self image, the the um, new work or improvement on work, and also the money side of things, all very much tied in with with what you're doing. There's also they're also saying taking time to relax. So. You have to balance all of this out, so I, I need to ask you to take time to relax. But I'm just seeing you, you're either in the boat rowing with a bunch of people, and or you're on the side of the river watching the rowboat. I can't tell which one, but the vision keeps seeing, keeps splitting from the perspective of the athlete rowing the boat to the perspective of the viewer watching the boat being rowed. So I don't know what that means to you, but. It seems that there is a lot of energy of um, taking control and sometimes being passive, watching other people take control of their life and work in a team but also on their own because you can do both with a boat, with a rowboat, you know. Um, but at times really getting stuck in and there seems to be a nice balance coming on for you. Now, um, the, the next thing that I'm seeing is um, that you have a love and it's a similar interest and have you been married, Magella, because there's a proposal of sorts coming your way? Oh, no, I've never been married. Okay. Well, there's certainly going to be some interest around you and what you choose to do with that is up to you. But there, the vision that I'm getting is a man on his knee looking at you. So I would say that there is the excitement of a new love affair coming and it's somebody who would like to make it a more permanent situation. So everything's coming together for you. Oh, do you know how old do do you know how old this person will be or I don't know this person yet or Yeah, um the message I'm getting is within five years either side of your age and also uh, very strong, powerful connection have yet to meet. Um, don't 
I, you know, I'm always cautious about saying stuff about that because then people want, oh no, I've got to meet them when they're coming, and you start hunting for them. Relax. Um, yeah. I, this was this is something new to me actually. I I wasn't expecting for you to say that, but hey, you know, things come through. But um, yeah, yeah I, I'm really not not um, you know focused on that part. I'm really just focused on trying to get myself together and trying to get on the right path. <laughs> so well, you're going to be successful. You're already doing it. You're already seeking, actively seeking a positive life and from that things will begin to build. And as you do that and you get your life back into some level of coordination, around that time you'll meet the right person. Right. So just your your uh, stairway to heaven involves getting yourself organized, getting your career organized, and your finances organized. And at that point when you're feeling very successful in yourself, the next thing is that you'll meet somebody who, who has that higher vibration themselves and is on a very similar wavelength to you. So it's all going to fall into place. Give it a time. Don't dwell on whether or not they're coming or who are they or what they look like. None of that really matters. What really matters is that you're going to meet somebody who's in parallel with you, who's a good person, who's going to understand where you're going and encourage you to be that person that you want to be. And in the meantime, you're putting in all that hard work to get there anyway. Mm -hmm. So you just keep moving, you know, dress well. You know, when you, when you leave the house, make sure that you're wearing something that makes you feel fantastic every time, even if you're just going down to get some milk. It's all psychological. It all makes you feel good, makes you feel confident, makes you put out the energy of somebody who's confident. And somebody who's confident is more attractive to other people on many levels, be that to work with, be that to be friends with, be that to be a lover. It doesn't matter. It's all... People are very attracted to people who are confident. And the other thing that they're attracted to is people who are happy. Mm. They're the two things that I can see for you as, as you grow with this. And it seems to start with your personal image. Right. From... Okay. Yeah. So good, good luck, Magella. I think that you're going to do really well in your life. And you seem to be somebody who's got your, a head on your shoulders and, and you're turning everything around. And that's really that's excellent. That's a message that everybody needs to learn. So you're an inspiration to others, and you've got the recipe for success. Okay. Well, thank you for your energy, and thank you for the show as well. Have a good night. Thank you. Good night, dear. All right. So do you need to take a little break? Um, No, I'm fine. Okay. We've got half an hour. I can I can last. Okay, let's go ahead then, and we'll bring on Laurie from California. Hi, Laurie. Hi. Hi, Mike. Hi, Kat. Thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. How can we help you? Oh, gosh. Maybe a general read or love. See if any love's coming. Hi, Laurie. It's Kat here. Hi. Hi. Good luck with your baby. I'm excited for the baby. Oh, thank you. Um, Laurie, do you travel much? Excuse me? you travel much? No. You don't have a holiday of any sort at all coming up on the horizon? No, 
Not that I'm aware of, no. I mean, I, okay, you need to book one. <laughs> you need to get away for the weekend because the message is that you need to travel. You need to get out. Hmm. Even if you, I don't know where in California you lived, but for example, if you lived in LA, go to San Francisco for the weekend. You need to get out. Hmm. That's the first thing. Just go and travel. Go and do stuff. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Where you may not sleep in your bed for a night. Um, <clears throat> the 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 thing is, I keep seeing you visiting Alcatraz. Alcatraz. <laughs> yeah, but obviously that's close. So not as a prisoner, but that's a touristy type thing to do. Yeah, I I mean I would enjoy that. It's spooky too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it would be. It would. Yeah, I'd I'd kind of feel a bit sad in a way. All these people stuck there and trying to escape. But um, there, yeah, there's just a, an energy of I've got to see things, I've got to do things, I've got to see things, I've got to see things. Now, there's also um, for you more also a bit of a student energy around you, and I, but then I'm hearing books and pens down. So that's all going to be picked up again soon, but it's time for a break. There's also um, do. Laurie, do you ever feel like your house is haunted? I felt really, really heavy energy in here the last month or so. And it's like, I don't know it's affecting, I don't know if it's just me or ever. It used to be. I mean, my kids, when they were, they used to wake up and see like a man standing with red eyes in the corner. No, and, and some kids used to get panic attacks when they slept over. But I threw water all over and prayed and cleansed it. But and then um, I I don't know. Me and my neighbors were talking. We saw little things going on. But I don't know if my house is haunted anymore. But mm-hmm. do you have any connection with Native American Indians? Uh. I don't know. Like I respect them. I'm, I enjoy reading about them. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean. Okay. I just wonder what the land is like. Well, it Where is you... Native American land, but they wouldn't hurt me. I mean. Okay. All right. So I'm getting I'm getting a picture of somebody who needs to have a healing on the land that she's living in. Yeah, that okay. could be. There have been a lot of shootings outside, so yeah. There's a okay. lot of things that went around here. Okay. There needs to be some healing energy go into the land and into the, you know, just your little pocket even. If you can create a um, haven mm-hmm. for energy there so that you're not attracting more and more hurt energy, mm-hmm. uh, it would be it would be good if you could... So, uh, for starters, around your fence line, if maybe you can put flowers, mm-hmm. um, a, cre- a creeper that, you know, I don't know, jasmine, anything that grows that has flowers. Yeah, we're um, not allowed to have anything, so, yeah. What about in pots? But. Can you put pots, pot plants around? In only time? two of them. <laughs> I'm only allowed to have two plants outside, so, yeah. Kidding? Okay, make them happy ones. 
Okay. All right. Um, the thing is you need to have the nature divas around you. You really need to have energy of plants. Yeah. And you need it big time. Yeah, I, my energy, this, I don't know, it was right after the Mercury retrograde that mm. I was get, feeling really heavy energy and just awful. I don't know. It was just like mm-hmm. a... I thought it'd get better because it was over, but with me, yeah, it's gotten worse. It feels like you really need to have some. I mean, even if you were to go to your local spiritual association and and sit and have a, a healing before the service or something like that, you just need to have some pickup. You need to have more positive food in your life so more fruit and vegetables and real basic food nothing too interesting to build up your body build up your immune system I also would like to encourage you to have sage plant growing around you either inside or outside your house but if you can have any plants at the front door and the back door look for your protection plants I think that um Sage and oh, I can't think of the protection plants at the moment. But I, even if you could get a hold of a sandalwood, little sandalwood tree, that'd be good. Anything that has a protection energy like that, so Google spiritual protection plants. I'm sure you can find something that will grow in your area. Uh, you need to have that either inside at the front and back door or outside the front and back door, depending on the circumstances of the home that you're in. But you need to have that nature energy coming and going from your house and sort of circulating around your house. There also seems there's a lot of dust in the, in the roof area. A lot of... Uh, I want to... I want to ask you if you can get up into the attic or into the roof area to just clear that out. Um and yet yeah, you 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 and your kids need to get out. Mm-hmm. So you need to get out of there and go and see things, do things and have happy experiences. When you come back, you'll feel happier, you'll feel lighter, and you'll be able to move forward. When When the time is right, I would encourage you to do another clearing on your house or even have a guest come over to do it for you. Mm-hmm. Um and if they can burn sage when they do it or sandalwood. These okay. two plants are extremely protective. Okay. okay, but you you need to have this. Uh, it's a student energy that you've got too, so you're learning, you're learning, you're learning, you're growing, whether it's formally or informally, it doesn't matter. It's a learning and growing period for you. But there's also this energy clearing that has to happen and your place needs to be a haven away from all the chaos. But they, again, I keep being drawn back to a Native American Indian cultural. Yeah, I'm in archae- Go ahead. Sorry, what were you going to say? I'm taking archaeology archaeology right now, so yeah, oh. I'm kind of studying that and um, the origins, you know, stuff like that. And um, I all I have a lot of Native pictures in my house. Native American pictures. Okay, great. Great. Because if you can uh, connect with anybody who is um, a respected member of that community on a spiritual level, 
who can give you some pointers as to how you can help heal the land that you're on, that would be excellent as well. Okay. Uh, because they know their land. They're, it's their land, you know. White yeah, food. yeah, I totally know that. <laughs> they are, and they know they're very in tune with the nature spirits and what she, what Mother Earth wants, what she wants. Yeah, I am too. I, I kind of go that way. People. Yeah. Yeah. Thank so you. it's but it's an unfoldment for you. So like, I mean, you don't want to put the phone down and then suddenly attack it and try and make it all. Let it all just unfold. Okay. Start with getting a couple of pot plants. Um, start with doing some research, finding out who's about that might be able to come and do a bit of a cleansing on your house for you. Uh, plan a weekend away as you can afford to do it. Maybe you might have to put $20 aside a week in order to have a weekend away in six months' time. It doesn't matter. It's that looking forward to it thing that, that you need and start to put together a plan of, healing that energy around your home and in your life and then being able to move forward. I don't think that you're going to live in that place that you're living in for, you know, I get maximum of two, so two months, two years. I'd say more like two years with the energy that you're at now. By the time you've finished there, you're really going to change and evolve and go to an area that's more peaceful. But I keep hearing you can make it a haven, you can make it a haven. Yeah. It's also one of the right now and you, you can't seem to find somebody who will come and settle with you it's because things are unsettled around you in the environment that you're in so it has to things you have to evolve and grow as much as you need to create a haven of energy there and it's all part of your spiritual growth because that's going to help you to learn how to anchor into earth you're really going to grow with that I mean you're doing archaeology where you dig in earth and you uncover her secrets so having a relationship with her is really important and I think that's why you need to have more of than an admiration for the native culture there with the land but actually start to talk to people about it and have them be a part of your life so that you can get into that because it's really going to open some doors. It's like a treasure hunter thing also that's coming across with you but really it's it's more about just becoming... Uh, that peaceful, wise old soul that you are, it's, it's shedding the old unwanted energies and just becoming more grounded in yourself. So it is a little bit of a process, but I think it will come. And yeah, with that, I don't know if I'm going to switch classes or take, take another career or something. I'm just taking these classes this semester. It's more like anthropology and stuff, but mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's all being very much correct, correct, no, can't even speak, connected with the earth one way or another. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if it, if it bores you and you want to try something else, then go for it. At the moment, it's just about your personal evolution. Yeah. Okay? So you've got a lot going for you, really, when you think about it. I was just wondering about love. Yeah. So as I said, the way the energy is in your home at the moment, it's not able to anchor. Your kids' friends can't anchor there. They keep wanting to get away from there. The energy there is not able to anchor love. You and your family love each other, but other people coming in 
and hanging out. They they don't want to stay. So you need to change the energy in that home. Okay, you need to be need to heal that area. But you're going through uh, like there's some sort of passive resistance with that. And you need to overcome that. But there's also an evolution within yourself that's going to bring you out of that and into a more restful period. So I don't see that you'll stay there. You know, you're not going to live there forever. I'm getting a period of two, which to me is months or years, and I'm erring more on the side of years because of the way life unfolds and being realistic. But I could be wrong. It could all fall into place very quickly for you to move out of that place and into an area where it's more of a haven. So it's about creating a haven where you're at and then moving away from there into something where you don't have to work so hard to keep the haven going. At that time, when your life is more settled and more grounded, then there will be someone that will come through, okay? There will be the message of love and and more. uh, Your kids and friends will be more settled around everything as well and you'll, you'll begin to know, you'll begin to see, ah, yes, this is more of a period of settledness. I know that I'll be ready for someone right now. Mm. So just slowly and steady, you know, you can do it. Love will come. <laughs> and don't, don't give up. All righty. Well, thank you very much. You have uh, enjoy your daughter that's coming. Thank mm. you, I will. Okay. Good luck, Lori. Thank you. Bye-bye. Good night, dear. Good night, Mike. Thank you. So other than having the baby, any uh, you know, <clears throat> real soon, um, do you have after the maternity leave? I have any plans? Um, I haven't really thought too far. <laughs> I don't know um, if you had planned any events or anything for afterwards. No, I've not because I, you know, when you have a baby, they could. Anything could happen. You don't know what kind of personality you're going to get. You don't know if their little body is going to struggle with colic or you you really don't. It's an unknown. So I've not made any plans in case my life is completely upside down and this baby needs every moment of my time or um, it could be the other way. She could just, you know, be born, have a few sort of minor hiccups as every baby does trying to settle into being alive and um, then she's sweet and easy and and I can get back to it. So at this point in time, the plan is just to nest and and that's really all I can think about at the moment. That's where my mind's at and changing my house around, cleaning it, uh, just nesting, like, yeah. Where I go from there, um, I'm going to be putting my uh, radio show into television, um, starting with just doing short clips that I'm creating myself and um, then putting that together as a pilot. So that's that's something that I'll be doing and I'll be getting out and about and um, filming other people in, and it's all about uh, educating everybody about uh, spirituality and religion and new age thinking. So that's, that's all going to go ahead um, but again it's when I have the time because I will my partner works so I work for myself so I've 
I've got to, you know, get a couple of days a week daycare and then do stuff on the weekends when he's home and can take over care. Yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Got to keep you busy. Yeah, it'll keep me busy. You know, I'm got a couple of week, couple of months off my radio show too, and then back into that. Uh, so I can't see that I'll be off social media too much either. And also, I can't see that I'll be off my emails because I'll still have to coordinate things. And, you know, as you do as well for your radio show, there's a lot of work that happens in the background that people don't see. And uh, so when the baby's sleeping, I'll more than likely be doing that. But I'm also planning on, when she's sleeping, getting some blogs back up on my website. I haven't done much blogging lately. So I've got a, I've got a heap of articles that I've written that I've not lodged up on my website. So I'll be doing a bit of blogging, I think, too. Well, that's good. Yeah, because uh, yeah, we, we need to educate people on um, on different religions and all, too, because we've got a, a friend of mine locally um, who's a witch, and she has had her house shot at uh, in the past, about the past month, she's had her house shot at numerous times. Um, expletives uh, yelled at her as they're driving by, and she's even had two, and what they are calling as bombs, thrown at her house. My goodness. So, yep, yeah, and um, you know, and it's it's kind of scary because you know it's like okay, you know, we're supposedly you know here in the states the land of the free, but yet there's mm. so many people that uh, do not uh, like anyone who's religious preferences and beliefs are different than our own mm. and they feel you know they feel threatened that they have to go ahead and shoot at them and uh, and throw uh you know like pipe bombs and stuff at them what are the police doing about that that's terrible well the funny thing is the police are right across the street from our house so they're like oh. it's really troubling them that they're right across the street and that's this is right. going on and um you know, they said they're there. It bothers them, but where I'm at, it's still very southern, uh, mm. southern mentality, like Civil War type uh, mentality and all. And uh, you know, so they're very uh, Christian and very KKK. So you just gotta, mm. you know, deal with a lot of things out here. But um, you know, hopefully the police will will be able to find out what's going on. But um, you know, she just takes everything one day at a time. Well, Jesus did say to love one another and treat your neighbor as you would yourself. Now, if you boil it back down to what Jesus said, because the Christian is, I didn't don't remember it being another name. So Christ, you know, following the word of Christ, it's pretty much what I thought Christianity was about. Yeah. And I think a lot of people need to be reminded that they they, they have to follow that. And to love one another, he didn't preach hate. He did not. He preached. He preached tolerance and love. Yeah, it seems like so many people have uh, gone ahead and said, "Oh no, you know, he he would have done this." It's like you don't know that. So he was all about unconditional love and and forgiveness and uh, compassion, and so many people have forgotten about that. Yeah, well, he was brought up a Jew as was what was going on in his time, and he was in the synagogues. But he showed compassion to the Gentiles. You know, there's a story about him going to the well and him helping a Gentile woman. Now, um, 
a Gentile for the Jew is anyone who's not a Jew. So this woman who's a friend of yours is not a Christian, but Christ who they follow showed compassion to the Gentiles. So surely the, these people can show compassion to somebody who has a religion other than their own. And, um, you know, whether she she identifies as a Wiccan or a, a solitary witch or whether she identifies as somebody who uh, worships little pug dogs, it doesn't really matter. She's a fellow human being. Yes. So and and I write a local um a local blog a local online community type paper um community news uh website asked me to be a blogger about metaphysics and spirituality so I wrote about um about that and how you know these people are taught how to be hateful it's not something we're born with it's something that we're taught um uh, so you know and she's like oh thank you for writing a blog I said we have to keep this in the news we have to keep making people aware of it you know, there's so many people that are like, wow, I didn't even know about it. It's like, yeah, because the local news media is not covering something like this. But let it be, uh, you know, a synagogue or someone who is Muslim or somebody who is Christian to have this happen, you know, be all over the news. But being that it's a witch, they're just like, ah, oh, well, we'll just ignore it. So, yeah. so, you know, we've got to go ahead and still keep it up in the news somehow. Yeah, but, you know, like there's all this talk about the Boston bombing people being Muslim. Um, but your everyday Muslim doesn't want to bomb anyone. They're just trying no. to get a bike. They just they love their family. They love their parents. They uh, are taxpayers and they you know, they just want to get by and, and just like everybody else. Um and there's so much negative talk about Islam but Oh my goodness, they've brought so much interest to the world. They've brought so much culture, so much mathematical and scientific knowledge. And um, recently, you know, there were some rebels who, who burnt that uh, library in Timbuktu that had all that amazing uh, Islamic scholarly works. And it was the German chancellor, uh, not chancellor, sorry, the uh, German diplomat in Mali, which is the country that Timbuktu is the capital of, who smuggled 400 scholarly works out and paid for the smuggling to um, organize it. They hid it in crates of uh, food, fruit and vegetables, and they smuggled them out and put all these incredible works into safety because they knew that these guys were going to burn the library. And that was a gift to humanity. That wasn't just a gift to Timbuktu, Mali, uh, Muslims. That was a gift to humanity. And I I think we just really need to realize that every road eventually leads to home and everybody's trying to have a spiritual connection as well as a physical one in life, whether they realize it or not. You certainly find it when... Somebody's passed away. A uh, person. I have not met one atheist that does had not said to me during a, a funeral service that I've done. Oh, you know, my my mum. She's deceased now, but she's looking over me. Even though they're an atheist, they still have that need. And yes. um, uh, I mean, I'm sure there's some stalwart atheists out there who believe different. But why shouldn't they be respected for their opinion? Why should 
people who preach hate only be Muslim. It's not true. No. It's not true. And most people who who uh, preach hate are people who are in, having some kind of major issue about insecurity, as you said. It, it's got nothing to do with language or culture or belief system. It's got to do with insecurity and, and me- needing to make everybody the same as them. That's sad. Yeah. I'm sorry to your friend. I'm sure she's a good person. Oh, she's wonderful. And, and um, you know, she said that she would come to the center more, but we're a little bit too Christian for her. But mm-hmm. she still goes ahead and we do some recycling uh, programs. And she still comes in and brings uh, recycling stuff in. She brings food for the food pantry. She's like, even though, you know, you're a little bit too Christian for me, she goes, and I don't feel comfortable, she's I'm going to do what I can to help support you because you do so much great things. So it's like, and she does that for a lot of places. She, she'll go to a Baptist church and hand out food, mm. you know, and does so many different things. And um, she says, um, you know, it's just the way that she is. And, and I told her, so that's why I'm going to keep on blogging about this until we finally um, catch these people. Mm. Well, we shouldn't be measuring the, the worth of a person on their belief system, their job, or what what clothes they wear or the house that they live in, we should be measuring the worth of a person on their character and on yep. the deeds that they do. And that is really where the wealth of a person lies. You know, it, it doesn't matter what your bank account looks like. It doesn't matter what belief system you subscribe to. It doesn't matter if your clothes are fine silk or if they've got holes and they're ragged. What matters is what's in your heart and what your character is. That's what matters. And and she's obviously proving that to be true, that she's a good person with yes. a good heart. Just like you, my dear, and I want to thank you so much before we run out of time for joining me tonight. And thank I guess we'll have... see you uh I guess we'll have you back on after your baby is born. Yeah, I'll I'll be uh, in touch and let you know when I'm ready to get back on track. But I'd also like to thank Jordana in Canada, Kimberly in South Carolina, Magella in New York, and Laurie in California for calling in. Thanks so much for allowing me to give you some spiritual guidance. It was a great honor. And it was our honor and uh, pleasure having you on here tonight. And you have yourself a wonderful rest of your pregnancy, and uh, may your childbirth be a very joyous and not so um, painful one for you. Okay. Thank you. I'll do my You're best. welcome, dear. Okay, we'll talk to you shortly. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And don't forget, everyone, visit uh, Kat at her website, catedwardsclairvoyant.com, and uh, have yourselves a beautiful evening. And we and hopefully tomorrow we won't have the Blog Talk Radio issues, I'm hoping. And don't forget, follow us on Blog Talk Radio. Visit our website as well, be the light spiritual and wellness center.com, and follow us on Facebook. And if you can, while you're at it, please help us with a donation. It helps keep us on the air. It helps keep us growing and expanding. And until tomorrow night, everyone have fun and be good and know this, that you are loved. Because Kat loves you, Arlene loves you, Ron loves you, Rich loves you, Cheyenne loves you, God loves you, and so do I. Good night, everybody. <laughs>